trust me. It's so fucking good, boy, it's disgusting. Oh. Tell me it's mine, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Ooh. Ooh. Guys, let me just catch oh, you up real impressive. quick. Oh, <laughs> oh Carmina's just talking about a thrusting dildo. No, no big deal. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> no, yeah, you are. No, we're not. Oh, what the fuck is that? Read it. Right. When you change your answer last minute of the exam and find out after your first answer was correct, <laughs> and there's a picture of a girl sawing off her arm. She's aggressive. That is traumatizing. <laughs> But that's happened to me during ex- like final exams in university, and I wanted to shoot myself. Yeah, it's scary shit, guys. Um, like I was saying, that song that you it's guys just heard. Fire. <clears throat> Sorry if I'm late and you already knew about this, but that's mother. That's motherfucking JoJo. Can you get off Twitter? Like this girl's watching porn. <laughs> I'm just Your boy F Cisco man. Twitter. 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 Twitter's starting to. We're gonna come back to music. There. But hold Twitter. On. Hold like, on. Like, no, you can hold on because I was talking first. Okay. So, <laughs> you cannot scroll through Twitter Mm-mm. in public. Mm-mm. You cannot. No. <laughs> nope. Not even if it's. It's like, even if you don't follow porn shit, someone likes porn or shit. Or retweets it. No, no, no. Even if they like it, it shows, it up. shows up on your timeline and you're in the middle of Costco and. There's porn. Yeah, that happened once. Actually, I sent it to you, but that's different. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, like I was saying, yes. This song is JoJo, the one, the only motherfucking JoJo, not my sister. The one who sang that song. It's too it's little, fun. too late. Too late. No. Yeah. Wait. No. 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 Get out, leave right now. Yeah, you're mixing up the two songs. End of you and me. That's one no, song. No, it's not. Yes. What's that song called? It's called Get Out. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's JoJo, guys. So she went through, like, a huge... Shut up. So she went through a huge... I was listening to a Joe, Joe Budden podcast, and he called her, and they were having a conversation she, like, about, basically, how, how much... She's She's, grown and her music has matured and whatnot. She had to like remake all her old songs because of the label, label her record label that she sued and went through so much shit with. And she had to like change them a little because obviously they have the rights to those other to the original songs. So how fucking sad is that? And it's her music. Yeah. So this album is called Pause. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) Crickets. Good to know. It's called Good to Know. It's called Good to Know. <laughs> um, she had she re- she released this in 2020. I don't know what month, um, but I'm just finding out about this. I knew about it. When did it come out? Because um, she came out with an album called Mad Love in 2016. Yeah. Which she said on the phone call with Joe Budden, she said that she. She didn't. She didn't not love it, but she wasn't fully like understanding who yeah. she really was. I have that album and where too. she. I didn't say that one, yeah. and who she really was, and how I think that she one, wants to use her voice and sound and yeah. blah, blah blah blah. I think that one has some of the remakes of her old songs. So, no, it doesn't. So none. None. <laughs> it's a new album, like new. She didn't have any. I'm not remakes. talking about good to know. I'm talking about Mad Love. Yeah. There's no remakes. So. 
on this album, she says that, like, this is, like, what she wants to sound like, who she wants to be. This is who she is, blah, blah, yes. blah. And we and love it. We're here it's for it. It's fucking bomb. It's a short little nine-song album, which I love because I don't like when albums are longer than 12 songs. I'm sorry. Unless it's Drake. Or Party Next Door. Or Party. Or Kehlani. Or Kehlani or Janae Aiko. But listen, <laughs> just because I think that albums sometimes, like Futures, for example, I gave it a good listen. Um, I don't like it. 18 songs? It sounded like one long song. Yes, because he sounds the same. All his beats are repetitive. The snare drum. I guess we talked about this last week, but what I was... Yeah, we did. We talked about it last week. But what I'm trying to say is, like, there were so many songs, you kind of get lost in it. Like, you yeah. can't really pick which one's your favorite. Like, there's just too much, right? Yeah. You gotta leave him wanting more. <laughs> That's true. It's like Chris Brown's huge album. Chris Brown's but... albums actually cheese me. Like, I don't even bother listening to them anymore. Wow, I love them. I just wait until you show me songs you really like, <laughs> and then I start to, like... Yeah. Pick and choose. Because he's like 30 songs on one album. Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Who's going to take the time to listen for, what, two hours more of Chris that. Brown? Probably more than that. Three but hours yeah. of Chris Brown. Yes, but JoJo Sound, and I didn't know she was this freaky. Yo, it's hot. I like it. I, I love it. rate it. She um, here goes it. in because there's her sexy songs, and then there's, like, some love, like, yeah. heartbreaking love songs. So, yes. my favorite song from that um, album is Come Back, obviously. Don't Talk Me Down, mm-hmm. which is really sweet. If you guys... Um, it's about, basically, her breaking up with her... Uh, it's like a man. And he's and she's like basically saying, don't like talk me out of it because I'm going to come back to you and I'm yeah. stupid. Don't do this to me. Yeah. And I'm just like, bitch, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm so, I'm so like I'm such a pushover. I don't know if it's a pushover or that it's not I don't think back that, then I was. I don't at think least. It, it pushover. I think you just I have a know. soft heart. The best the better word for it I can really pick it out. But yeah, Pedialyte yes. is really funny. Like it's good. It's another sex song. It's not funny. I just find it funny cuz the name. Yeah. <laughs> she needs those uh Electrolytes back. Yeah, the, the drink that <laughs> hydrates you, but... Gold was really good. I really liked gold. I like man. And I liked man. Man is good, too. So I basically liked... Five out of nine songs. The whole yeah. thing is good. Like, yeah, the voice is Overall, nice. it's really nice. The only one I skipped was the full-on acoustic one. I think it was Lonely Hearts or Small Things. I was like, eh, this is boring. Wow. <laughs> Skip! That's literally her. I know. But I can't. I need more complication to the beats and stuff. You know? Yes. Roy Woods also dropped. Yes, he did. Um, not his best work. First of all, can we talk about that album cover? Do you know how fucking ugly it is? <laughs> like, when it looks like somebody... It actually looks kind of scary. It looks like some... It, it looks so unrelated to what I thought, like, this album would be about. And then... It's also like, I feel bad for the artists because I don't want to be rude, but they're never going to hear me talk <laughs> about them. So it just looks like a 10-year-old drew this. Like, I really didn't like the album cover. Yeah, it's kind of He should have just used his own self and added the background. Don't kill me. Not a drawing of yourself. Like, come on. Like, you're... 
You don't, I don't even need find that. that that really looks like him, but it I guess doesn't it look does. like him at all. No, personally, I don't think it looks like him at all. Anyway, I didn't really love it. I liked like two songs. Liked is like nice to say. To be quite honest. Honestly, I didn't listen to it yet. Yeah, well. So I have to listen. It's not to that. that like it's not that you know good. I usually I don't know I don't love his stuff like I usually for me like it's him. like one song of like ten that I like from him. Wow. In no, the past. like Nocturnal was one of his best. Yes. I have and to it's agree short. With that. Yeah. Walking at Dawn was short. I mean, it was good. <clears throat> and Say Less was good. Like the last three were good. Nocturnal was like an EP, so it was super super short. Yeah. This is an EP too, though. I know. I think it had less, though. It had six I, songs, this one. I, ha- I think Nocturnal had less than six. Oh, okay. Like, I think it had, like, four or five. I can't remember. Oh. I can't remember. I might be wrong. Don't quote me. Um, Tory Lanez dropped a new track, single. Oh, so good. Temperatures rising. Yes. Hell fucking yeah, they're dry fucking rising with this song. Yo, Tory Lanez has the best sex songs so far. Uh. Rap sex songs. I guess. Like as of right now, yes. That's that's new. Yeah, I guess. All his verses are fire. Yeah. Pause. You know what would be shit? <laughs> he's so like. Imagine he's bad in bed. Imagine the expectations a woman would have going into this, finding out that he's just trash. Yeah. That would suck. You know what? I've had that question too about like Trey Songs in the past. Imagine Trey Songs is trash. Yeah. Or Tank or, or whatever tank. his name yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say Tank. <laughs> Imagine Meg Thee Stallion's trash. <laughs> what did you say? Wait, what did you say, Karina? <laughs> I thought you were pause. You said pause. No, I said pause That because I'm extra. I just say pause. Yeah. She was talking to me. I was on my phone, so I thought you paused that. Oh, you're dunce. That's okay. <laughs> you're dunce. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Yeah. Okay. Temperatures Rising was a track from Tory Lanez. That was uh, pretty nice. Everybody, get on your level man, sex man yes. shit. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Excitement. Even his verse, though, on JoJo song, our oh, opening song. It's one of my favorite Unbelievable. fucking... I love that... It's one of my favorite verses by him, too. And I love that he, fucking... like, started with his verse from the take. It was cute. And then cute. was like, wait. We yeah. already did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, Okay there. Okay, It's kind of like he continued a story. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I actually really like that. Usually yeah. I would be like, what the fuck? I was confused at first. I was like, wait. What are you doing, Tori? And then he switched it up, and I loved it. Um, another new track that was pretty fucking awesome is Excitement. Trippy Red, Party Next Door. Oh, my God. Parties, back See, on this, this shit. Party, and yes. And I love it. This party, I love this party. Savage Anthem was too much for me. I like when he's like this. <laughs> I love Savage Anthem, although it hurts my heart. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Can we talk about how... Never mind. How toxic? Who's more toxic? Future or Party Next Door? Future. But really, who? Future. Why? Because this they have eight man baby fucking mamas? tweeted to his eight or nine baby mamas on Mother's Day separately. 
the fuck? Imagine he made one tweet. That's why there's all those memes about him being like. <laughs> that's why there's all those memes about him where it's like, I thought about you today. I'm wondering if you still have your mom still looks at whatever shit the fucking yeah, memes I know what are you saying. Because he's this, fucked. He's toxic as shit. He's so toxic. But the song is good. I would take party over future. You would say party is more toxic than future. I would take party toxicity over future. Oh, so you'd rather get cheated on? Like, you get cheated on either way. Rather than openly? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know about that shit. We talked about it last week. Oh yeah. Okay. Was it that bad? Your voice. Was it that bad? Yeah. Okay. Sorry guys. My sister said I was bad. Trippy red. I actually like. Enjoyed. I don't listen to a lot of Trippy Red. No, I don't. Yeah. But I actually enjoyed him singing. Yes. He kind of gives me R.I.P. Um, yes. XXX. No. Oh. No. That's who I thought of. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck, why am I going blank Pop right smoke. now? No. I don't know who you're thinking shit, about. Shit, shit, shit. My God. I actually really love him. Holy shit. No, this is going to bother me. I got to pause. I don't know who you're talking about. Juice World, guys. All right. Yes. Okay, I hear it. He now. reminds me of Juice I hear World it a bit now. because Juice World. I'm so sorry. I totally fucking blanked. Sorry, oh, P. I love you. I'm so sorry. I don't love. I you. didn't like Juice World. I like Juice World. I'm gonna play one song. I just more. feel like all of these artists, like Juice World and XXX, R.I.P. But they're very depressing. They are extremely. Like de- I can't listen to their music. So it's Trippy Red. They're, I don't listen to him. They were like depressing slash like. And then Emo, they but were rap. too depressing. And this is what you have kids listening to. That's nah. how kids feel. They're kids. They're young. He was only 20, 21. No, it's just not okay. He was a young man. But listen to this song. Juice, this is Juice World. This is why I kind of hear Trippy Red and like they remind me of each other. I don't know why that song makes me so happy, even though it shouldn't, because it's literally about drugs. Yeah. All of his songs are um, about drugs. Yeah, a lot of people's songs are about drugs. Um, yeah. So that that's the new music. <laughs> Roy Woods, um, not impressed. No, not entirely. Future, not impressed. I actually did not like the album at all. Jojo, I'm impressed. Thank you. Not you, bitch. Not you. <laughs> Thank you. I found um, an artist that I wanted to show you. I don't know if you're going to like him or not, but I think you should listen to him because I'm going to play this song Who? right now. His name is Tyus. How do you spell it? T-Y, capital T-Y, lowercase u, capital S. Oh. Very specific, very specific. Because I tried searching just, you know, normal people typing, Tyus, and he legit wouldn't come up. And then I had to do it in his specific way, and he came up. Anyway, this is a song called Tonight. It's a single by him. Yeah. Never forget about me, no, no. Just wait, it gets better. Deserve an Oscar, the way you're acting like you ain't got a man, cause you can't do it like I can. And I can treat you better, baby girl, you never know. 
You don't like this song? Are you ready for the beat to drop? That's what I'm waiting for. I don't think it does. <laughs> I can't remember. Imagine someone tells you that. Girl, your pussy is awesome. <laughs> I would just giggle. Thanks. <laughs> Got that grip. <laughs> made a promise to try and stop being disgusting well i promised i'd stop being disgusting but it's hard that wasn't even that disgusting that was just funny anyway we're not gonna repeat it since you're so uncomfortable i'm not uncomfortable um there's also a new single that i wanted to show you guys by new person natasha elise featuring pnb rock PMB's Ride hit or with miss me. For me. <gasps> I love PMB. I like PMB. But it's hit or miss. So you didn't like that song? Other song. Oh, I know this song. I showed you it, I think. No. Or it just sounds like every other song that's like this. It is pop. PB Rock. He makes every song better. I know it's so auto tune, but I love it. This is cool, I guess. It's like cutesy. You know what's crazy? You're going to tell me. I am. Lately, I've been feeling like, 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 there's just certain songs that just make me happy, mm -hmm. but they're not happy songs. <laughs> sure, you don't want to talk to someone. No, 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 like, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I swear, but no, okay. It's the beat, I think. It's like, ch cheery. The beat is cheery, but the song's depressing? I don't, I wouldn't call it depressing. Clouded? It's not, the beat's not cheery at all. I'm stupid. But I just fucking love it. And it's an interlude, so of course it's short. Yeah. Well, it's not an interlude, actually. But it's a short-ass song, so I keep going back, like, seven times. To replay it, yeah. And I keep listening to Eleven, the remix. Oh, with I fucking love it. Summer I Walker. love that song. I love the I original. I love the remix. to it. Yeah. Like, it's such a nice cruising song. It is. You know? Mm-hmm. I just want it to be summer, so I can I like cruise Khalid's with my voice. windows down. I like Khalid's voice, too. But when I went to his concert... You went to his concert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I went to his but concert... But you weren't a huge fan of I him. I wasn't a huge fan of him when I went to the concert, so but it was, know all his it was also really hard to understand him. You say that a lot of, about a lot of, like, Atlanta artists. I'm pretty sure he's from Atlanta. I don't know, but he mumbles. 
Yeah, a lot of Atlanta he artists. No, but he do. actually mumbles in his songs. Like a lot of the time, I'm like, go, maybe just listen. performing. Performing, it was actually really hard to understand him. It was. Maybe it was when he's performing because um, he's like tired. I don't know, but it was still a great. Con- his visuals were unreal. Really? Yeah, he was really, really good. Hmm. It was a good concert, and he brought up Majid Jordan. <gasps> They're boys. I know. Oh, I thought you meant to say that Majid Jordan are boys. No, they're boys with Khalid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, well, I the know main, boys. The main singer is boys with Khalid. I don't know his name. I can't remember his name. You know, it's pronounced Majid. Or Majid. Majid. People say Majid. Majid Jordan. It hits. It pisses me off when they say Majid. Yeah, Majid. It's an Arabic name. It's Arabic slash it could be Indian. Pretty sure it's Arabic. Majid. That's still Arabic. Jod. Okay. <laughs> Next. Oh. I'm moving on. <laughs> Have you ever been so excited to do something or see something or see someone and then you ask them and you bring it up and you're like, hey, what are you doing? And you get a hard... No, sorry, I'm busy, or like you can't, or it's like, not that they don't want to chill with you or anything, but they just are busy, and okay. it's just like fuck. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see you or do this or whatever it was. So, um, <laughs> wow, Carmina's <laughs> straw went. Like this song. Okay, anyway. So basically, what I'm conclusion in conclusion, how the fuck, how the f, do you deal with rejection? Because <laughs> I'm egotistical as fudge. Obviously, there's different levels of rejection. Clearly, if someone's busy, they're not rejecting you, unless they are, but and that's just a nicer like way rejection. of. Unless that's a nice way to be like, nah, I don't want to see you. Um, but I think, first and foremost, um, don't take it personally. I know. I try. You know, I act all calm, cool, and collected. But, like, later on, I'll sit in my bed and be like, wow, am I annoying? <laughs> oh, my God. Secondly, don't do that to yourself. (laughs) Um, But I think in a more severe situation, if you're looking at something like a rejection letter from school or your career, (laughs) I think um, what's meant for you... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Bitch just dropped my. No, I didn't drop him. Spence, can you? He tried to climb onto the chair and he fucking missed. (laughs) He literally missed. His front paws missed. (laughs) Yo. Spence, boo boo. I'm sorry I couldn't catch you fast enough. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. No, we're keeping it. It was funny. They can laugh. Anyway. 
You know, I also have to deal with that too. I'm just saying, like, if it's at that type of level, I think what's meant for you is will always be for you no matter what. As corny as that sounds, I, to my core, believe that. Um, but the next point can be something you can use, like, a mindset in any of any situation, no matter what level it's at, is, like, go into it with, like, zero expectations. Ask your questions with zero expectations. But it because when even... someone says no, because you're expecting them to be like, yeah, sick, let's chill. No. Or, like... Wait. Most of the time, that's what you're expecting. It may not even be like an expectation. It might just be like, it's still just like release yourself from the possibility of them getting your way, of you getting your way. Basically, okay. <laughs> um, but also just releasing yourself from your ego being butthurt because you gotta know. Yeah, which is essentially what it comes down and to. And I know that it's that. I know that's the issue when your ego is like. Sorry, you said no to me? Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> Why do you look so confused? <laughs> My TV just turned on. Yo, your TV is possessed, bro. I can't. Wait, is it? Is the Netflix on still? Is the Netflix on still? Yes. I guess it... <sighs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we're back. We need to turn your TV off before we start. Yeah, we're back. Okay. Um, As you were saying. Anyway. Yeah, ego, ego. Obviously, like no one wants to, no one wants to hear no when you're asking someone to do something, or if it's like you wanted something with that person and they're like, nah. You're like, ooh, humbled. I'm humbled. <laughs> You've humbled me. <laughs> That's how you should look at it. <laughs> Not like, oh shit, I just got rejected. Like, nah. Yo. But you need to ask questions with no expectations. Yeah. Like, if they say yes but or no... But obviously I have an expectation for Yes, but if they say yes or no, you sh- shouldn't be affected either way. Like, I don't look affected or sound affected, but inside I'm it's affected. Like, <laughs> did you see that thing I put on my story with the Taurus? No. And one of them was like, I'm fine, I'm fine, in the high-pitched voice. <laughs> I just pictured that for you. Yes, it's like, that was like, oh, me. okay, cool. No, it's fine. It's all fine. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Shuts the door and bursts into tears. (laughs) But, yeah. So I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day is, like, your ego and detaching expectation from whatever response you're going to get from anything in life. It's also, like, have you seen that TikTok? Um, Sorry, it's really relatable right now. If you want to humble yourself, ask your brother how you look. (laughs) So this girl goes to her brother and she's like, like, bro, how do I look? And he's like, no, I'm not doing this. And he's like, she's like, just tell me. He's like, how do I look? He's like, you look like a potato, had a face, and he was just going in on her. And he's like, you look like an ogre with hair. And blah, blah, blah. and he's like a 12-year-old boy, so obviously he's going to say some dumb shit. But I was like, damn, that's how I feel. <laughs> when I'm being humbled... Yes, you've just <laughs> told you that you look like an you've ogre. You've just ripped apart my confidence. I no longer have it <laughs> for a day. The next day I'm fine. <laughs> like, back though. Like, I'll be upset one day, and then the next I'll be like, mm, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you get over it fast, then that's cool, too. Yeah, I mean, but still, like, damn. Why I gotta be so ego? 
Statistical. Super ego. <laughs> Maybe I am vain. Does that make me vain? If I get, like, no. <gasps> when no. someone says no to me? No, I think And I'm not spoiled, eh? I've worked for everything in my life, motherfuckers. Me too. <laughs> so don't think of that. But what is that? What is that? Like, am I, am I spoiled? Am I... No, you're just sensitive. Yeah, I'm sensitive. <laughs> you know... Something we all know already. Yeah. So I with my friend the other day. He's like, you know... Because I used to work with him. And he used to fucking roast me all the time. He doesn't listen to this podcast. I'm going to tell him to listen to this episode. <laughs> he used to roast me all the time. And I low-key would get so butthurt. And I told him recently. I'm like, you actually fucking hurt my feelings. You know I'm sensitive, right? He's like, he's like, yeah... He's like, you're too soft. I'm, Because he's like, like. You gotta be able to take them. It's me. Jokes. Yeah. yeah. Roast your ass. And I'm just like, but, but I'm not mean to you. Yeah. That's like someone I know. And I'm like, ooh, I look good right now. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's not even you're like just that. I'm just like, yo, what are you wearing? I'm just like finessing. Like, what are you doing? Finessing. Fuckers. When we feel good, let I'm us too finesse. sensitive. Let me let be. Us finesse. We're talking about two different things here. <laughs> I'm talking about me getting roasted. And you're talking about you feeling nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing because someone humbles me. You if I'm like, humbled, Ooh, bitch. I look good. He's like, okay, shut up. Okay, but you weren't humbled because you still feel good. No, I'm like, ah, okay, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about myself. I'm vain. <laughs> I'm not vain. I know. I'm just but funny. it's like you know those moments when you look good on you're FaceTime like, yes, and you're like, bitch. Ooh, look at my eyebrows. <laughs> you would. I got you there. Never forget. <laughs> oh, I know. I helped you resurrect. I curse you and thank you every day of my life. I know. She put me I'm on the to reason like why my sister is obsessed with her eyebrows. Yes. Because Jojo. I'm sorry. She used to have those really You're about thin to humble eyebrows. <laughs> yep, I'm about to humble Jojo. Yo, you want to be humble? Ask your sister how you look. <laughs> no, I'm actually nice. But um, yeah, you know, her eyebrows did not have a good shape. And obviously, I'm hairy, so I had eyebrows. She took me to this, uh, to Sephora's benefit bar. Benefit where I bow, met, brow bar. Whatever. Benefit, benefit brow bar. Too many bees. Where I met. The person who changed my life. Yes. For my eyebrows. Anna, I love Anna you. Anna Kate Brows. Anna. What's Anna, it called Anna, now? Anna. Um, it's Beauty Lab. Beauty Lab, yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, man. You know a lot of people go to her that I know? Beautylab.xox. That's her Instagram, y'all. Yes, y'all. She changed lives. She yeah, changed I know a lot of people that go to her too, actually. With eyebrows. Lashes and tans, bitch. Mm-hmm. Get your shit on one. Eyebrows, lashes, huh. microblading, everything. Pause. Update. The, go- the the government is opening some businesses, y'all. I know. We know this. I know, but I want to just announce it in case no one else heard it. Oh, okay. Cool. How exciting is that? Exciting yet terrifying. Yeah. Because obviously, like, phase one is... Non-essential businesses. No, today. Just stuff. started today. But it's it's certain non-essential businesses. So like, stores that open have a street entrance. Mm-hmm. Store like stuff like that. So so probably the stores around like Eden Center might open up and stuff. Eden Center, yeah. 
But you can't go in the mall, probably. No, not the malls. I'm talking about the stores on the street. No, I'm just saying, because a lot of the stores are on the street fronts, but they, you can go in the mall through the yeah, store. Probably so they're probably going to close that yeah. side of the, the mall. Um, um, pet groomers and all that stuff is back, finally. I don't have to butcher my dog's hair again. <laughs> so it's exciting, but you know, guys, still stay safe out here. Like... Just because we can go out again, some somewhat, doesn't mean you can be acting all dirty and disgusting again. Wash your motherfucking hands and keep that Lysol on deck and wear gloves and until mask. we're set. Yeah. And a mask. Because I heard they're, like, helpful now, so. <laughs> but, yes. Recording. What were we talking about before you brought up? Rejection and being humbled. Joanna's eyebrows. Oh, my eyebrows. Anna. Woo! Humbled anyway. her. I d- DM'd my nail dude today. <laughs> is he not opening again? No. Yeah, duh. They're um, nail salons. I was like, I miss Yo, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When are you opening? He's like, probably not for another month. I'm like, really? Ugh. Nail salons, I heard they're dependent on phase one. They should be opening in phase two. That's mm-hmm. what my nail salon said. And I was like, Eat! as soon as you open that up, let me know because I miss my nails. Yes. I've learned how to paint my own nails properly. I have not. So I'm just out here looking like a man. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I also so learned I've how to, humbled. thanks to Anna, trim my eyebrows. She taught you how? Yeah. How? FaceTime? No, she just texted me how. Oh, God. Because I was like, Anna, <laughs> how do I trim my eyebrows? I'm scared. Yeah. You didn't do bad. No. But anyway, can we stop talking about your fucking eyebrows? Talk about being humble. You're not being humble. I love my eyebrows. So a lot of people, I think, <laughs> I'm not alone in this, get butt hurt. When something like that happens? Of course. Of course. I think... I think what's... Okay, go. It's just like, for me, Mm -hmm. no matter what situation I'm in, expectations are the reasons why I get butt hurt. So, like, if I ask someone to chill, I expect them... To say yes and come chill with me. To say yes. And when they say no, I'm like, ooh. Mm. Well, this sucked. Well, not obviously now because we're in quarantine, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I think those are the times where I feel butthurt when I expect something. Yeah. But, I mean, I think as long as you don't act like an asshole after. Like, be petty. Like, be petty. After you get rejected. (laughs) After you get rejected, whether it be a job or a person Mm -hmm. or, like, whoever, whatever it is. As long as you're not a jerk after, I think you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. You will be okay. I will be okay, Shana. You will be okay. (laughs) So... It's important to know that. I agree 100%. So I have a question just to kind of like go off of that a little bit. Okay. Okay. So have you ever dated someone for like a long time? What's a long time? I don't know. Enough, over two enough years to, or over one year? No, enough for you to think you know the person, right? Like well enough. Okay. Um, and then when you guys break up, it's like you never knew them at all. Mm. Yep. At all. Like, you see their personality. Because they act totally different. And you're like, who the hell was I dating if this is who you are right now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if people act that way out of rejection or out of being broken up with or out of just not being in a relationship anymore. Like, yeah. I don't understand where it comes from, honestly. And it's, it's like. It's weird because. Go. No, it's just, like, concerning because I always say, like, you never really know somebody 
But like, when but you, you really don't. But you really don't. And when you think you know someone enough for you to know like their mannerisms or what's going to set them off or how they think or you know because you guys talk yeah. and if you've had mm-hmm. like a four year relationship you know that person pretty well. Yeah. I'm not saying you know every part of them, but like you know them pretty deep. And then it's like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Because their behavior completely changes. Yeah. And maybe that's because they're single. And you're like. I have no idea. Who I don't remember you being like this when you were single. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't remember meeting you and being like, thinking or whatever. Maybe because you, hmm, you know, that's interesting because when you first meet somebody, you're not looking at all the bad things or rem- like noticing. Well, yeah. In the honeymoon those... phase, you kind of surpass, like yeah. you look past the red flags. You look past the... a lot. Okay. But I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that relates to this question because you've been with the person already. It's not like it's still fresh or it's still new and the honeymoon phase is over. Like this is like you've been with them for time mm-hmm. and you think you know them. But I feel like even even after, I guess, makes even more sense. Even after two years of a relationship where you feel like you guys were really close and you've learned a lot about each other, I think there's still, like, a part of you that's like, oh, what are you doing now? Yeah. Oh, since when? Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because you're like, it's never come up before. Ever. Or whatever it is. This behavior's never come up before. Mm -hmm. The way you talk has never come up before. Whatever it is that's different. And you're just like, damn, were you hiding this the whole time? Like, did you not feel comfortable to come and talk to me about whatever it is you wanted to do? Like, a business, whatever it is? Because I remember, like, um, previously, previous, previously, um, I thought I was really close with somebody. And I thought I knew them very well. And then year a year later they're doing they have this business and you're just like oh shit since when did you want to do a business like that mm-hmm. well maybe the it might be the way their lives changed yeah like maybe the breakup sparked something different sometimes sadness sparks creativity like a year later whatever he could have been planning it two years later could have been planning it it doesn't matter a lot of years later actually but even <laughs> But even, um, that just goes even for friendships. Like, you think you know someone Mm -hmm. until all of a sudden something... You drift or you stop talking. Something in their life has changed and it's like, whoa. It's like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just relationships. And it it irks me. Even family. Family? Yeah. I feel like even family sometimes, like... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Something happens, something changes in the dynamic, and you're just, you see a totally different side of people that you've never seen before. And it can really fuck up your brain. Because it's like, if you're someone who's going to think about this a lot, and it's somebody you care about, it's just like, how come I've never seen this? Yeah. Was it always behind my back? If it's a bad thing. Were you always talking shit about me behind my back? If it's a good thing, like, why didn't you ever come talk to me about it? Yeah. Like, was I not close, like good enough for you trust me whatever yeah yeah so i i mean like if you think about it can you ever really know somebody that deep where you know everything that no of course not of course not but i feel like it's just shocking 
when it's out of character for well you think it's out of their character it might be who they are it's like a revelation because you you have this idea of somebody in your head and how they're going to act and how they're going to speak it's perception right and then you talk to somebody else who's also close to them and they have a totally different perspective than you Hmm. and you're just like what you're like, they they act like that around you guys? That's crazy. That's another thing I fucking hate. It's a pet peeve of mine. When people change the way they act around, around certain people. Me too. Because I know, you better fucking know I'm the same who no matter who I'm with. Yeah. And I'll take that to my grave. No one can tell me differently. Yeah. See, I'm the same too. I'm just either more reserved or just I'll either completely be more, open. Exactly. Yeah. I'm either professional or... Just being me. Yeah. Like but I'm I can still be professional cordial. while I'm still being me, yeah. you know? Like, I... Yeah. It's true. Like, I know how 100%. to... 100%. Deal with shit. Because then it's like, okay, which personality did I know? Exactly. Which one of you was exactly. I acquainted with? Yeah. And that's the crazy thing, though, because I think a lot of people don't think that they change that drastically. Um, and that they have kind of like a different personality. But you really do, especially, I think, in men. I see it more in men. Because the, the way some men, I'm not going to generalize, the way some men act around their girl versus the way they act around their boys. Friends. Yeah, of course, it's different. Totally different. Totally different. There's a lot of memes going around on Twitter of how your man acts when he's when he's just alone with you and it's literally a grown-ass man in a woman's like lap with a bottle <laughs> don't kill me <laughs> because yes yeah, some men want to get babied and loved and like they just want to show who they really are so that's why you think that's, that's who, who they, they really are. are yeah but then you hear some shit and you're just like they actually did this or they just said it yeah even if like because sometimes saying shit isn't out of their behavior, normal right. behavior. But actually going through with it, that's what makes it fucked up. And you're just like, wow. Yeah. Who are you? Who did yeah. I know? What happened here? Like, what did I miss? It's true. But I think at the end of the day, we didn't miss anything. It's who they showed us they were. And that's what we believed. Because obviously, I'm not going to doubt you if you show me that's who you are. Exactly. Like, exactly. I don't need I believe to, that. I don't need to doubt you. If that's who you're showing me you are, then that's who you are. If I see red flags in your character, then I'm like, okay, what's happening here? You know, Mm -hmm. like, obviously, I would have a different perspective of that if that was the case, but... I feel like it's even more fucked, though, like... Because, yeah, you could notice some things on your own. Yeah, for sure. But it's even more mind-boggling when other people come to you... With the same, or... With a different perception and, like, who... And then you're just like, is that who they really are? Or even when you step out of a situation... Mm-hmm. and see people for what they are or who they are. You see the situation for what it is when you're out of that box. Because when you're in the box, you don't actually see the situation for what it is. Any situation or any person, um, not that they're a bad person. I'm just saying, like, you, things go over your head because you're in the situation. It's harder for you to analyze it in the moment. Right. So when you step out of that box, my little box analogy here, you can analyze things and actually see things for what they are and being like, oh, oh. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, or like that's what happened or what did I miss and and this and that. So, But like I said, at the end of the day, we really just, we believe 
what people tell us about themselves. Exactly. And it's just, I can't get over the fact that, like, how shocking it is. Yeah. Because you really just sit there in a relationship with whoever or in a friendship with whoever and you're like, wow, I really know this person. Like, yeah. I, I, if somebody asks me a question about them that's deep and, like, not everybody can answer, I can answer it because I think I know them. Um, it makes you doubt everything. After the fact, yeah. After when you, the fact. When you find out, you're like, holy shit. But then that's where you can't take things because, like, in any friendship or relationship or situation that you're in, you can't look at it after when you hear things or learn things about the person and start ripping Downing. apart what happened during mm, I you do and that. that person. I know you do. Because what happened between you two was something beautiful in the time, in the moments, in the moments you shared, in the in the friendships you had, in the, you know, whatever you guys did together. Um, so to go back and, like, destroy those memories, literally, <laughs> is, like, self-sabotage. Because you were really? happy in those moments. Why is it self-sabotage? Because you were happy in those moments. So you're sabotaging those moments or those memories, which you don't really need to do. Like, first of all, it's over with. Yeah. You won't even really be thinking about those memories. And the best thing to do in that situation is just to let it go. What are you holding yeah, on no. for? It's not, it's not that or you're like holding on. Or, like, why sabotage something? But go through the energy and the process in your mind to be like, oh, my God. I just don't were, get... Is that who they really were? Oh, my God. So this wasn't real? When they said this, it wasn't real? When they did this, it wasn't a real feeling? Like, you can't do no, that. No, like, I don't do that. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Like, you can't do that because oh. it's going to drive you mental. I don't know if I would call it self-sabotage. Like, what I'm trying to explain. I feel like I would call it, like... I don't even know. But it's not... You're not sabotaging yourself. No, I'm just saying you're sabotaging the memories you've created with that person. But you don't even really reflect on those memories often, do you? Would you? Not to know. a certain point, but I'm saying in those times where you find things out about someone after the fact. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So if I just found something out about you, for example, I it's it wouldn't be smart to just be in my head about it. Like, oh, she never loved McDonald's. She lied. Or, like, she never loved me. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, we were never really friends. Blah, blah, Like, it's just... It's exhausting. You know, yeah. you know, I also think a lot of people on Twitter do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes I go through, like, I see a lot of tweets sometimes that are just, like, oh, like, once you... Once someone's lied to you, like... <sighs> never mind. Forget that. <laughs> I can't explain it properly. I'm just going to skip it. We're just, I'm going to save you all the torture. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, definitely have been there. I've definitely felt like, wow, like, I thought I knew this person, and now I don't really think I know them at all. Or it's like, side note, do you ever feel like <laughs> you're, like, the, f like, your friends, your partners or your family members are going to think of you differently after whatever happens between you and that person yes and obviously because that person's going to tell them their version of the story right right everyone has their own perception mm. and that's why i said so not take things personally before when we talked about like rejection because everyone has their own perception everyone has their own thought process you don't know how someone's processing something so you can't really be like oh like, you're trying to hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> like, because yeah. like, you don't know what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. 
Like, low-key, I think, like, I care too much about what people think about me. But only about people that I actually know and care about. Or cared about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck what a random bitch thinks about me or says about me. I'll just... I'll deal with it. Whatever. You think that? That's fine. Cool. I'm cute. I don't care. But if it's somebody that I love, a friend, or, like, I care about, or whatever it is, and, like, I don't want them to think negatively of me. Yeah. And I think that's something I've been dealing with a lot lately because I've been just processing some shit and I'm just like, you ever just reflect and you're just like, wow, I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like like a bad person, but you're not. And you're just like, I hope these people don't think of me like that because it was a momentary lapse in judgment or whatever it is. Yeah, but that's where it's really important to not overthink those situations. It's I overthink not like, so situations. I know you do. Okay. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. How do you not overthink? <laughs> like, how do I, like, how do I stop myself from overthinking? Because I've tried watching shows. go. I let things go. Not distracting yourself with TV shows. I let things go. I don't hold them as grudges or whatever. I'm not saying you're holding grudges. I'm just saying. No, like, I don't, like... I don't hold them inside and I'm just like, oh, they're going to... not saying that either. Okay, so explain to me. It's just like, you cannot concern yourself with what people think or how people feel towards you. Because if I didn't directly hurt you, what's there to think about? And even if I did directly hurt you, if I apologized, what else is there to think about? I know. That's true. But you know how people are. Of course. Overthink- I overthink too. Like, it's inevitable. We sometimes do. And that's... No, I mean, you know how people are... Even though they know that person's apologized, they'll still be butthurt right, but that, and say Okay, but that's shit. not on you. That's exactly my point. That's no longer on you. You've done your part. If you've wronged someone, you've done your part by apologizing. You've done your part by doing whatever you could to make it... To make them feel right. To make it right. Whatever. And... If nothing went wrong and things just kind of fell apart or, like, drifted apart or, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. then what's there to overthink? Like, what could have been different so that you didn't drift apart? Like, you're going to drive yourself insane. You can't think about all the what-ifs because you got a whole fucking future ahead of you. Yeah. So, like, what is overthinking? What's it going to give you besides... A jumbled up mind and stress. Like, what's it going to give you? Anxiety. Mm. Like, what positive thing is overthinking going to give you? Clarity. No, it doesn't give you clarity. <laughs> it confuses you more. I know, it was a joke. No, I feel that. And I get that. That's the thing. Like, I know those things. I know. I catch myself in it all the time, and I have to pull myself out. Like, yeah. I literally am like, no, no, no. We're not thinking. I say it out loud, and I look like a psychopath. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not thinking about this. It's hard to and then I'm like pull yourself out, out of those of things. Of course, but you have honestly start saying it out loud. I swear to God. I will be in the car with someone and I'll be like, no, we're not thinking about this. And someone will be like, what? <laughs> I'm like, nothing. I was having a conversation with myself. Because when you say it out loud, you've put it into the universe and you just keep saying it. Every time it pops up, it's eventually going to stop. Because you're bringing your conscious mind to think about, we're not thinking about this crazy what the mind can do insanity actually 
insanity. Insanity. Because if you let your subconscious play, your fucking brain's gonna be a circuit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking jungle. Yeah, I swear to God. In the book that I'm reading, it's funny because it talks about, like, overthinking. And it talks about watching. It talks about watching this voice in your head. Mm -hmm. Think about everything. Like, go through everything. And what I picture, what I picture when I read this is, like, me in a room. Like, I'm the walls. Okay? And there's this little figure with a bunch of papers. Yeah. With a bunch of papers everywhere. And this little figure of me, maybe it's me, it's a different version of me, is writing, like, crazy on different things and jumping to topics and jumping to different subjects and jumping to this, jumping to that thought, jumping to this. And it's, like... It's really funny to watch. Yeah. It's so funny to watch. So when I I'm reading this that. book, when I'm reading this book, I'm like, when they tell me to watch, to to be like a witness to it instead of being involved in it. Yeah. Because that's how you separate yourself from your like subconscious mind a little bit is you kind of bring yourself to the now. It's actually really funny because I picture this little thing at a desk <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of this room Yo. and I am the room. Do you guys ever feel like <laughs> your so life weird. should just be like, your brain is just like, it should just be a cartoon. Like, And if anyone has not watched Inside Out, you need to watch Inside Out. Oh, I cried. I guess we're watching Inside Out tonight. Oh, yeah. I'll cry. I love that I'll movie stay. so much. I love that movie so much. It depicts psychology of the mind so well for a children's movie. Oh, no. Unbelievable. And... and you as a child, if you're a child, it's still easy to get. Yes. But you don't know that you're learning psychology. Yes, I know, one hundred percent. There's actually a website and I think inside out pulled from this. It's called the Ekman's Atlas of Emotions. And Probably. And what's it called? Who helped write this again? Oh my god, who helped write this? I'm gonna tell you right now. Sorry. Who cares? Dalai yeah. Lama oh. helped write this. It doesn't matter. Or <laughs> supported by the Dalai Lama, whatever. He helped but it's really cool. It's a really cool website, guys. The Atlasofemotions.org. You need to you need to because it breaks down everything. Like if you if you click fear, it gives you an example. A you friend gets fear. angry with you. You feel fear. Imagine them leaving. And that's what fear causes these thoughts. So and then it breaks it down into like what kind of signs you'll have or like it's actually the coolest freaking website ever. Okay, right we'll, now we'll attach. We'll it. attach the link in the episode description. Yeah. So you guys can figure out your brains. We like to do that stuff here. No, it's really cool, <laughs> and it goes like it goes through the scientific basis of it. Um, it goes like about charted emotions, and okay, it explains them. So, like for example, love a strong attachment to another person, typically parent toward child and child toward parent, but also between those romantically committed within loving relationships. Da da da. And then it says. Anger, fear, sadness, disgust, and enjoyment can all be experienced. Oh, those are the things those are from the things thing. from inside yeah, out. Yeah, they That's definitely. Why, yeah. So I think they pulled from this, and it goes through like fear, anger, disgust, anxiety, enjoyment. It goes through all these emotions and the breakdown of every emotion and like the thought process. It's actually really cool. But so my brain right now, anger is taking over. Same with what's the other one? Anxiety. Yeah. Every night, it's just like hey. Not let's think about these things and then let's get anxious about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, it's it's more like, yeah, I'm actually, 
for everything that's happening right now with like corona and work and stuff like i'm surprisingly very calm well now you are yeah in the beginning i was very stressed you were stressed and you were bored and it was making you stressed like (laughs) (laughs) boredom okay if you guys know me i'm a very structured person and i'm Mm. always working like it's actually bad the fact sorry i'm drinking bubble tea guys can you stop yeah the fact that i have nothing to like i like this weekend was walking around in circles just because walking around in circles circles? at dad's house oh um you recorded it i did yeah oh yeah i did oh my god i have memory loss guys sorry um honestly your life is like it's a structured yet a disaster because I always felt like you... It's a structured disaster. It's a structured fucking, like, mess. Because sometimes you'll be like, oh, look at my look at my day. And you have, like, 17 things happening. And I'm just like, how? And you're like, oh, I have to go to here. I have to go to Mississauga. Then I have to go to Scarborough. And then I have to go to Etobicoke. And then I have to do this. Okay, no. I don't go to, like, four different cities in one day. There's no point. Bitch. I no. swear. And then I gotta go to Kaladin. And then I gotta go to Mom's. <laughs> it's like, how do you function? How much gas do you pay? <laughs> Yeah, I know. But it's it's true. Um, it's true, though. 100%. But that's a very good movie if y'all want to check it out. So is that website. It's a cartoon, but it's yes, good. Yes, it's an amazing cartoon. But So, yeah, I think that has to do with a lot, too. Whatever we were talking about before. Shit. I yeah. remember. I forgot the original point. Um, I didn't write it. Oh, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> I usually have notes, jot I, notes I of what we're talking about. I about it. That's why. Um, no, I brought up the power of now. Oh, watching yourself. Watching yourself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, there we go. Watching yeah. watching your mind. So the power of now. The, the way overthinking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book that I'm reading we is got like it. it reminds you to watch the overthinker. Yeah, so the next time I feel like I'm overthinking, I'm going to picture a little me in I my brain. I that analogy worked. Yeah. No, it definitely worked because yeah. that's how I would picture things usually that's too. That's literally, I feel like I have the brain of you a know, six-year-old when that happens because I'm laying in bed <laughs> and I'm watching the overthinker and it's just this little person at a Freaking desk. Freaking the fuck with, out. Ripping papers out Sweating. of notebooks. <laughs> Face is red. My pen broke. I need another one. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the things I picture. Yo. Can you hear your thoughts? Yeah. And that's what you need to distract, I mean, detach yourself from. There are people in this world who do not hear their thoughts. I know. That means they have no awareness of their conscious, subconscious, all of that. Zero. Do you hear your thoughts? How do you not hear your own thoughts? Because people, my book talks about this, you identify with the thoughts. You identify with the thinker. So they don't identify with themselves? No, they do. They identify with it. We are not our thoughts. They identify themselves with their thoughts. So, so they don't know think, the difference. They think they're all one. Yes. That's <laughs> mind-boggling. They don't know the difference. How do you just, like... A lot of people. Do they, you do they not read in their head? From a lot of... Honestly, I don't feel like a lot of people read. Yo, another question... Sorry, sorry. I sh- it sounds like I'm high, but I'm not. Like, <laughs> I swear. Okay. When you read a book, mm-hmm. I know you do, but other people. Carmina, do you read a book, a novel, not fi- uh, like a fictional novel? Have you ever read a fictional novel? 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, like, Thanks. no, I'm sorry. Do you read books like on a you like a daily like a usual Not a, daily, a usual basis? Yeah. Often stories though, not like she has. Okay, yes, she self-help has self-help books. That Continue. doesn't count. No, I don't read self-help books. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> when you read the book, are you picturing everything that's happening in your head like a kind of like a movie? Oh yeah. Okay, you're normal. <laughs> I sometimes do. You sometimes do? I always do. I do, but that's why I I'm think it's be- so attached to books. Actually, yeah, same. That's true. But I read it out loud to myself, if that makes sense. Sometimes I like reading it out loud to myself. No. Literally not in this voice, like a little lower. Like I'm not reading like I'm reading to <laughs> Yeah, basically. Jessica grabbed her arm and said, I'm sorry. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but it helps. Um, helps what? It helps me understand better. Oh, okay. I yeah. understand. So, you see, I spoke like with somebody once. the power of now. I actually read, like that I'm reading to a sense. class. <laughs> that makes sense to read out loud. Because I, I have to reread some, sometimes paragraphs in The Mastery of Love. The Mastery of Love. Because I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This sounds important. Let me re-dive into it's it. It's funny, because in The Power of Now, he has these symbols, like after unimportant paragraph or something that you need to take in and in the beginning of the book he explains when you see this take a minute before you move on like take a minute reread it understand it and then move on i didn't see that it's not in the mastery of love i'm talking about the power of now oh i thought you said that I in said, the mastery no, of love no in the power of now he has that in the beginning of the book where that it's like po- that's smart if you see this symbol take a minute before you move on to the next process yeah yeah so i spoke with somebody i asked him like I'm like, why don't you like reading books? They're like, it's boring. I'm like, how is it boring? It's like a fucking movie in your head. And it's true. They're like, no, I don't picture anything when I'm reading. And I'm like, what? How do you not yeah. picture anything? I'm like, you're not reading the right books. <laughs> or like you lack imagination because I don't get it. Yeah. I like when books paint like a movie in my head. Which is why like Nicholas Sparks makes me bawl Ugh. my eyes out. He has a new book coming out in September. Stop. Stop. Yeah, he's the only book, actually, other than the book series that I reread every single year. The first time I read that, every Nicholas Sparks book, they make me cry. Reread, they still make me cry. Yeah, but no you get matter so attached, like other even books, though you know what's coming. Yeah. It's just so emotional. It's he knows emotional. how to pull on that emotion really well. Cause it's like, when you think about it, like I read a lot of like fiction, sci-fi, like action books right Mm -hmm. and they obviously have intense scenes where it's like a lot of emotion too i've only cried at them like once if i reread them i'm not gonna cry i get sad yeah no there was like cry but nicholas sparks he he writes to my soul one of his books and then he rips my soul apart i actually after the best of me i I threw the book out i almost wanted to burn it i couldn't read for like four or five days, another book because I was so <laughs> I was depressed for like two weeks. Every no, time I thought about it, real. I'd start crying. You know, like the, and people don't understand how you can get so attached. Yeah, and I'm like, no, and I'm just like, how understand. do you not? It takes a good author to like make to hook you and to make you feel like you're in a movie or like you're a part of like the novel. that's you or oh something. Oh my god, no! After it's the insane. best of me, after the best of me, I actually couldn't function for a whole week. I would reread his books, but I don't want to cry. That's like P.S. I love you. Oh god! Anytime I watch that movie, trauma. I'm depressed for like four days. Yeah, it's so good but so sad. I know, guys. This is why we're hopeless romantics. Making a second one. Honestly, it's your fault. A sequel? What? 
That's why I'm a hopeless romantic. Why is it my fault? Because you gave me all of Nicholas Sparks' books. You made me watch all these sappy little fucking romance movies. Don't blame me for your preference. <laughs> you you forced your person. preference on me. <laughs> You're your own person. Then it became my preference. Yeah. No, it's... it's Books are something else, man. Honestly, I highly suggest if you haven't or you don't read often... Think of a movie that you really like, a topic, a genre that you really like, and then go find a book in that genre. Give it a fucking try because, honestly, reading it is a totally different feeling. It's a totally different perspective because you not only are, you know, like hearing and seeing the story in your head, but you're also feeling everything that main person is feeling because they literally discuss what they're feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. In the book. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, when movies take, adapt from sh- from books and stuff, you're like, oh, it's so, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same because you're used to hearing every single thought that this main character had. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Yeah. And obviously character choice. But yeah, and they, I don't think they can really make a movie as good as the book. Although there have been just a Harry couple Potter. movies that have been as good as the book. Never read Harry Potter, though. I think I read the first two. Random fact. They were really... Hold on. They were really uh, accurate. Um, Gone Girl. Very accurate. Girl on the Train. Very accurate. Okay. I didn't read any of those books. Harry Potter? No, I didn't read it. Holy. I couldn't put that damn book down. I watched the movie. Um, I heard... I read a fact on Uberfacts or whatever it's called on Twitter. He wrote... Children who watch and read, no, not watch, sorry, read the Harry Potter books. Yeah, I saw this yeah, at yes, young age. Are more like more likely to be more diverse and accepting of other people. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> everybody, get your child to read Harry Potter because they'll be accepting of other cultures and peoples and diverse and a good person. Yeah, J.K. Rowling, man, she the blessings just don't stop. It's true. Amazing writer. Yeah. Unbelievable imagination. Yeah. Can you imagine... Like to create all of those characters? A whole fucking world. Yeah. To a create whole that. world. Like, that's never, like... How much research do you have to put into that prior creating this whole new mm-hmm. world? Like, the book series I'm obsessed with, The Moral Instruments, Yeah, is literally a whole world that you like get engulfed in that's and it. then mm-hmm. it's not even just like you briefly she briefly says stuff about whatever species and yeah places and things and that's whatever like, languages that's like what's it called game of thrones they made their own language yeah. yeah like how the fuck did you just create a whole fucking language yeah. and then like a whole history of and fairies and werewolves and angels and demons like yeah. how did you create all of this history like all did you it. make it up did you research it was it based on something else all like, of it starts from a spark of creativity and then it just grows from there and you go along with it and you research and you do whatever you got to do and you keep going and, but go, and it grows sometimes there's facts to it of course that's what i'm saying they research they have to but yeah. that's like especially the one i read though because they use a lot of latin and like, because oh, Latin's one of the oldest languages in the world. Yeah. yeah, they use a lot of Latin, and then they use a lot of like 
folklore stuff yeah. from the Latin like times. Yeah, yeah. That's research. That's and all it's research. Fucking crazy because yeah. I'd literally be learning shit and I'm like, oh wait, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, it's amazing actually. It's amazing what writers can come up with. That's crazy. Like I will, no matter what book it is they've created, I respect you. Okay, okay. Okay, Jojo. You're going to read my book. I can't wait to read your novel. It's almost done. That's what you've been the last four years. The last two years, because <laughs> it is almost done. But I've just been lazy you need to, to finish, finish it. it. But the next book I'm work- I want to start working on is even better. And it's almost like creating my own world, but it's not, because everything is research-based and in certain eras. There's eras? Like, there's three what era? There's three eras in my next novel. But you got to do research for eras. I did already on one Certain era. Certain words, the way they speak. Yep. Language, 100%. Verbiage, all of it. What's verbiage? How, how they speak, how they pronounce words. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all of it. Like what they say. Kiki, what eras? I want to know. Oh, this is exclusive uh, information. I have not talked about this. Joanna's never spoken about her new novel idea No, only yet. to a select two people, I think. How was I not one of one the One was my cousin, who's also a writer. Okay, how come I wasn't one of I'm sorry, people? I don't know. Um, new story idea. So, if you eras. know me, if you know me, I'm going to it. If you know me, I... It's romance. It is romance, but also, I, um, I'm not going to speak while you're <laughs> slurping, so you let me know There's when you're so inside. many mango chunks. <laughs> I'm joking. Do you go. want a straw? I mean, no, a spoon? No, it's fine. Go. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. What are the years that this book kind of encounters? The eras? Sorry. Okay. So, uh, we talked a little bit off air, because I'm not going to expose the ideas. The ideas. But it is about past lives and this couple who find each other. And the three different eras that I have chosen are 1954, 1955, mm-hmm. 1990s, mm-hmm. and then like 20, anywhere between 2028 20, to 2030. Damn. So it's going to be... Yo, I'm already interested. Like, I love these type of books. I yeah. love these It's going to be really good, and I think the futuristic one will be really cool because I can make my own world. You can make your own world. Yeah. Nobody knows what it's like, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that, that's my idea. I'm not going to speak too much on the rest of the idea, but just that. And uh, I want to start it, so. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know, I love a good read. I'm always here for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to do research and all. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I think this was good enough for you guys. Yeah, it was great. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Oh my god, we didn't even introduce ourselves. <laughs> I know who we are by now. Hey guys, it's Real Toxic Podcast. Yeah. I'm Chanel. And I'm Jojo. And we're so happy to have you here. And we're logging out. Ciao. Always <laughs> vibrant higher. Saint, the only thing that's on my mind But you get me so excited oh, oh, oh. Irreplaceable Tattoos from your neck that drop down to your ankle Drop top in the rain
Excited for you. Oh.